podcast on this day in history. Every week I have a special guest and we have interviews. Again, Rainbow Radio, Craig, every Saturday.
Good morning, Craig on Rainbow Radio here. Uh, getting getting situated. A little a little few technical things going on there. All the way from Laguna Beach, California. It's a, a rainy day, cloudy day here in lovely Laguna Beach. Uh, happy to be here. I'm. I have a guest this morning. And hopefully she'll be, she's going to zoom in on uh, Zoom, but I'm afraid uh, she may have the wrong Zoom information. And I hate to say that, but um, so she may have to just call into the station and I'll keep, uh, keep a lookout for the phone. Anyway, my guest this morning is Corinne, or Corinne, we'll find out, Demesimaker. And she is... Uh, Quite a remarkable person, it says here. Uh, she has held parties in Brussels, Belgium, since the early 80s, and she puts on the, the largest all-female event in the world <laughs> in Isbeth. I believe that's how you pronounce it, Ith, Isbeth, um, which is uh, it's called Velvet Isbeth, women only. And uh, we'll find all about that and how you can attend that if you're so inclined. Anyway, today, uh, there's lots of news going on, but I need to remind everyone uh, that Daylight Savings Time is tonight <laughs> and that uh, the Academy Awards are on Sunday. So I think this year I've watched most of the movies, and so it's going to be fun to watch. But the most important thing this morning is the weather. Generally cloudy, high near 60, winds uh, south, 5 to 10 miles an hour, humidity 92%, not surprising. Uh, Saturday night, showers early, then cloudy overnight, near 55. So it's pretty warm here. Uh, what's happening in the state of California is pretty outrageously, oh, crazy. Um, it seems we got tons of snow, tons and tons and tons and tons of snow, and everyone's been snowed in. And now we're getting a warmer rain, which is very hazardous, so... Uh, with that anticipation, many of the reservoirs like uh, Lake Shasta and, um, oh, I can't think of the other one offhand, um, Oroville Dam, they're letting a lot of water out, anticipating a surge of water from melting snow snowpack. And um, it's kind of a, te uh, uh, what do you say, tenuous situation. Uh, looking forward to, to the week, it's going to be in the sixties, the high, and it's, uh, I'll just go through it real quick. It's starting with Sunday. It's clouds, clouds, rain on Tuesday, Wednesday, rain, Thursday, partly cloudy, Friday, partly cloudy, Saturday, partly cloudy. There you have the week. So it's going to be partly cloudy or raining for the week with the highs in the sixties, which that'll be warm and comfortable. So button up your overcoat, let the wind blow free, take good care of yourself, you belong to me, there you go. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so be careful. <laughs> um, I uh, wanted to start a new thing to this, this week. I, I had some fun I, no, a couple weeks ago, and I'm sorry I wasn't here last week, some other stuff came up. I, I hope you weren't not angry at me, but... Uh, I did a few things with, uh, if you're not familiar, if you're living under a rock, you're not familiar, you may not be familiar with um, 
this new AI, artificial intelligence, which is called ChatGPT. And I've been asking ChatGPT a few questions. Uh, and a couple weeks ago, I went through, asked some questions. And <laughs> so what it is, is uh, they, I guess they're a powerhouse of information and they, they uh, bring it all together. And we'll, we'll write an article, answer your question, and, and provide an article or an essay or an article, whatever you want to call it. It can be brief, can be long, depends on the question you ask. So I've been asking questions because I thought it would be kind of fun to see what's, you know, what's the t top 10 best reasons uh, to live in California? You know, I, I'm a native Californian. I've heard for years and years everyone's leaving California. It's gone to you know, it's fallen to pieces, and yet it's the fourth largest economy in the world. It's the largest manufacturing state in the state of uh, in the United States. The largest automobile manufacturer in North America. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> in spite of it, all the criticisms, it it, it 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 does deserve some criticisms. I will admit to that. So um, I asked a few questions this last week, and I thought it would be fun to share them, what the response were, was with them, uh, other than just the top 10 California. Um, and here they are. So the first one I ask is how uh, the 10 notable inventors who were gay. How about that one? So who, who invented what and... <laughs> So uh, uh, I'll run through them real quick. I don't want to bore everyone, but uh, it's I think it's kind of interesting, and and you should try it. It's free. You you have to log into them and uh, get an account, and you can ask. Sometimes there's too many people asking questions, and you have to wait. But um, it's free, so what can you say? You know. So Alan Turing is uh, number one on the list of top ten uh, notable inventors who identified as gay. That doesn't mean you know. Leonardo da Vinci didn't identify as gay, so he's not on the list, I guess, but obviously. Alan Turing, considered the father, father of modern computing, he's best known for breaking the Nazis' Germany code. There was a movie made about him, the Enigma Code, during World War II and saving, credited with saving millions of lives. Frank Kemeny, an American astronomer and gay rights activist who played a pivotal role in the fight for LGBTQ rights in the United States. Um, next is Karl Heinrich Ehrlichs, a German lawyer, and then Mangus Hirschfeld, a German physician, Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. How about that? Sarah Josephine Baker, American physician and public health pioneer, Samuel Stewart, an American novelist and tattoo artist, David McDiamond, Darmond, Australian artist and designer. Tom Waddell, Waddell, American physician and athlete who founded the Gay Games, and John Maynard Keynes, a British economist. Then I ask, <laughs> top 10 movie stars. Uh, well, that's, but that was a mistake. Top 10 LGBTQ movie stars. There we go. <laughs> Ian McKellen's number one, it says. Ellen Page, Canadian actress. Yes. Neil Patrick Harris, number three. Number four, 
Portia de, de Rossi, Australian-American actress who openly gay and has appeared in films such as Scream 2 and Cursed. Zachary Quinto, an American actor and openly gay, has appeared in films such as Star Trek and Margin Call. Kristen Stewart, an American actress. Jodie Foster, an American actress. Cynthia Nixon, a Cynthia Nixon, American actress. Uh, Tilda Swinton, a British actress. Jim Parsons, of course we know Jim Parsons, American actor, openly best known for his role as Sheldon Cooper in the TV series The Big Bang Theory. Then I went on, but I but but wait, but wait, there's more. <laughs> so if you're not bored yet, there's still a chance. <laughs> the top ten notable LGP sports athletes. We can't, you know, some people don't some people are of the misconception that Gays are just too effeminate. They don't do sports. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> There's lots of sports. And let me let me share with you. Megan Rapone, an American soccer player who is openly gay and has won multiple Olympic gold medals and World Cup titles. There you go. Billie Jean King, retired American tennis player. We all know Billie Jean won 39 Grand Slam titles over the course of her career. Adam Rippon, an American figure skater, is openly gay and won bronze medal in 2018 Winter Olympics. Martina Navitarola, a retired Czech American tennis player. We all know Martina. Moving along to Gus Kenworthy, an American freestyle skater. Greg Luganis, retired American diver, openly gay, won four Olympic gold medals over the course of his career. Brittany Grenier, an American basketball player, openly gay and played professional in the WNBA. Tom Daly, a British diver. Oh, he is so cute. Oh, my goodness. And his husband. Oh, excuse me. I can't. <laughs> Strike that last comment. Who uh, is openly gay and has won Olympic uh, bronze medals. Orlando Cruz, a Puerto Rican boxer, is openly gay and won multiple championship titles. Imagine that, a boxer. Oh. Jason Collins, a retired American basketball player who was openly gay and was the first active player in one of the major North American professional sports leagues to come out as gay. <laughs> well, there's one more, folks. I can't. I'm sorry. I got I to gotta do it. <laughs> there's one more coming up here. And it is notable LGBT painting and artists. So Frida Kahlo, you know, Mexican artist and powerful self-portrait, bisexual and had relationships with both men and women. Keith Haring, sadly died of AIDS, very too young, too very young. Uh, an American artist known for his bold and colorful graffiti style paintings. Haring was openly gay and had an, an AIDS activist. David Hockney, a British artist known for his vibrant, colorful paintings. Jean Michael Basquat, an American artist, I hope I'm saying that right, in his graffiti-style paintings, I know who he is, with Andy Warhol. Uh, Basquat was openly gay and explored themes of race, identity, and sexuality in his art. Georgia O'Keeffe, <laughs> um, very suggestive uh, art, but very beautiful, bright, bright, vibrant, vibrant colors. Robert 
Rauschenberg, an American artist known for his mixed media, Rauschenberg was openly gay, and and his first his art often explored themes of identity and sexuality. Francis Bacon, an, a British artist known for his dark and haunting paintings. Felix Gonzalez Torres, a Cuban American artist. Claude Cahoon, a French artist. Lorena Carrington, a British American artist. So, oh, wait, wait there's more. <laughs> oh, yeah, now this comes on to the gay flag, which is an interesting topic. So, folks, we're still pushing on with the uh, rainbow-colored lifeguard tower at West Street Beach. And there are some, uh, I will have to say, there's some um, concerned concerns expressed regarding the same and uh, that uh, perhaps it's not appropriate to have it there. And there's been some suggestions to find a different location, but... I, there's no more appropriate location in my mind than have it there. And the fact that for decades that has been a, a uh, destination for the LGBTQ community, not just in Laguna Beach, but on a global level. And I speak that from that firsthand, having operated a small club here in Laguna Beach for a number of years. And I would... Uh, meet people that would come from all over the world to visit Laguna Beach. And uh, that was one of their in- major interests and reasons they came here was the, the, the beach, that beautiful secluded beach that we know as West Street Beach, which is really Camel Point Beach. So we've uh, developed a, a, a plaque to identify what the colors are about. And it's not about gay or put, putting in anyone's face. It is about uh, accepting our differences and um, diversity and how the power of diversity brings good things and that acceptance. And, and on a personal note, uh, I think to put a message out there for the, the new generation and generations to come to say that... Um, Diversity is a good thing, and to be honest with yourself and honest with everyone in your world and to be true to yourself is a very good thing. And um, because to not do that can be very damaging and I think lead to horrible outcomes like suicide and uh, ruined lives, and that's tragic. So if it can represent to a few people that uh, diversity is good and uh, the rainbow colors of diversity, after all, the flag is meant to represent that. It's not meant to be an in-your-face kind of, um, you know, uh, smack saying, oh, we're, we're queer, we're here. It's meant to share the love and share the acceptance and the diversity of, of the culture. And in this case, in Laguna Beach, to also recognize a bit of that, uh, what that culture has contributed, the heritage a bit in Laguna Beach. Because Laguna Beach has been, as a community, has been so supportive and uh, so much uh, of the community 
uh, has benefited from it, I feel. And uh, so there go. I hope it gets on that beach and gets there soon. Uh, the plan for Laguna Beach Pride is if it gets in there before uh, the Pride event, which will be in June, date to be confirmed yet, but um, that we can have a dedication there on the beach and invite everyone who has an interest in it um, and dedicate it that it might save lives, uh, build bridges instead of create divides. Um, that's what it's about. And it's not to celebrate one particular type of person. It's to celebrate everyone. And certainly that beach is open to everyone and to share that attitude, I suppose, is what it's about. It's not to create a sacred bastion where just the gay people go. That's not the point of it. The point of it is to share what we know so well that is so important, and that is to be true to ourselves and true to the diverse culture we all share. And um, with that, I'm unanimous in that. <laughs> As uh, who said that? Dame Edna, I guess. Oh, no, that was Molly. That was from Are You Being Served? <laughs> another story, another day. But anyway, so. Uh, it is, um, the lifeguard towers are in production, one of which will be rainbow colored. And uh, the plaque that has been designed by Bill Atkins is in the process of being, because the, there's the verbiage and we want to get it right, you know, of being vetted with uh, those who have an interest in it. And uh, including the people, the generous donations of Mark Porterfield and now I can't remember his husband's name. That's terrible, Craig. Anyway, they donated the funds to have it colored, the lifeguard tower. So it's no expense to the city, absolutely zero non zip. So, uh, it, but it is, um, it's been donated. So that's a good thing if people are worried that maybe <laughs> their tax dollars are going to something that they feel is not in their, they feel it's inappropriate in their own world, whatever. Um, it's not being paid for by the city. It's, it's a, it's donated. It's a freebie. So I'll, I'll keep up and keep you informed on what's going on there. Um, and the, the rainbow colored flag, rainbow colors on the tower of diversity and acceptance and tolerance, all those wonderful things. And and hopeful that it saves a few lives in the process. And uh, many people benefit from it. Uh, and it will be this summer, hopefully. It's been, a, it's been, I've been working on it for, oh my gosh, I don't know. I started like a pregnancy, I guess. Of course, I've never, I don't have any firsthand pregnancy experience. But <laughs> it's been nine months, I know, so far. So we'll be coming up on a year pretty soon. Um, and in the process, the I first appealed to the county because the beaches were controlled by the county. And in the midst of it, the city took over the beaches. <coughs> Excuse me. So um, I had to kind of uh, shift gears a bit. And uh, I actually had to wait a while. I wanted to wait until the city became uh, fully 
vested with the uh, responsibility of the beaches, which I think is a wonderful thing. Um, they're uh, more appropriately, the city should control them. I feel, I know as an example with Dana point on another controlled, um, <clears throat> I guess area, PCH is, uh, under the responsibility of Caltrans, but Dana Point took it over as to manage it. And I do believe they get some funds still from Caltrans, but they manage it. And so they can do more with the area as far as beautification and all within the constraints of what's required for a uh, state highway. But they can do, you know, state highway plus benefits, I suppose, is the way you could do it. So, uh, Laguna Beach could do that as well, and maybe once they get the uh, beaches settled and that project done, they might consider um, the uh, PCH that comes through Laguna Beach and more opportunities to beautify that. It's all about beautification, right? A lot of few people may not know, but Lady Bird Johnson, <laughs> President Johnson's wife, she needed something to do, so they said, well, why don't you beautify America? <laughs> That's an awesome responsibility. <clears throat> but anyway, they made fun of her because she wanted to plant many bush, tree, and shrub. <laughs> so maybe we need to plant many bush, tree, and shrub here in the lovely Laguna Beach. We do have some very nice trees, and I have to thank Ruben Flores for really taking a keen interest in... <laughs> Preserving the greenness of Laguna Beach. Bless him. Kudos to him. <laughs> uh, and he knows all about trees and how to preserve them. So we, we appreciate that, Ruben. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like I said, I'll keep you posted on on that news. We're going to take, I've been gabbing way too much. We're going to take a, a, a song, uh, listen to a song here. And I'll be back on the other side of it. And hopefully our guest will be calling in here shortly. Thank you.
Hey, folks, we have Corinne. Is that right, Corinne? Yes, that's correct. I'm saying it correctly. Oh, you have an accent. I love it. <laughs> of course, you probably think I'm the one with the accent. Folks, she has arrived on the scene. I had uh, two two Zoom accounts going, and I it was very confusing. They were not they were not cooperating, and so I apologize, Corinne. Uh, she is here. Um, where are you, and what time is it where you are? Well, well, first of all, thank you for having me on uh, your show. Uh, I'm uh, currently in Belgium, near near Brussels. Oh my goodness! It's about uh, seven in the evening. Oh, well, that's a good time. Usually I, my interviews are here, and a lot of people, particularly in your industry, they're not morning people. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not either. <laughs> and so they have to get up like it, be on the air by 9 o'clock, and it, it, it can be a struggle. <laughs> so I'm so glad you're here. I know uh, uh, something came up last a couple weeks ago, and you couldn't make it, and I I was like a Boy Scout. I was prepared, so we got through it, But 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 you're here. So... I everyone has been excited to have to hear from you uh, from the messages I've sent out and uh, this promotion that you've been putting together I guess for years so uh, just to kind of whet everyone's appetite because sometimes my guests don't like to talk about themselves too much but uh, it says Corinne has held parties in Brussels Belgium since the 19 early 80s and has worked uh, as a DJ in most of Brussels clubs and had her own club from 99 to 2004. Uh, in 2010, she organized a highly attended Velvet 69 parties uh, at the center in Brussels. And this new, uh, this event, the Velvet, is it Ibiza? Ibiza? How do you pronounce Ibiza. it? Ibiza? Velvet Ibiza. Because someone said, oh, it's the, Ibiza. No, it's no, the no. proper Ibiza. Oh, I'm going to correct someone. <laughs> I said I never heard it pronounced that way. So with that, I, I, um, why do you do this? <laughs> well, um, other than in uh, in America, in Europe, we don't have that many big festivals for women. So when I started the promotion campaign for my parties in Brussels, I started to travel around Europe, going to Amsterdam, Paris, Berlin, etc. And that's when I got the idea to reunite everyone uh, once a year, uh, similar to what you have in America. And um, I was looking for the, the ideal spot. And then I came with the idea to do this on Ibiza. And why on Ibiza? First of all, it's uh, known as the party island. I saw that. But, I did some research. Yeah, especially in the in the seventies, it was uh, invaded by the so-called hippies, and oh. uh, hippies would go to Ibiza and live off love and nature and so on. And the hotel uh, we are organizing the event in, it's um, it has the oldest hippie market on the island. So. Oh, cool. When you attend, you can live the true spirit of uh, being free and um, you know what it means. Yeah. Oh, how great. How great. Yeah. What? So how this is your uh, second year, third year to do this? How many? No, the seventh. Seventh, as in seven, yeah. between eight and six. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, correct. my goodness. Well, you've probably got, got it down pretty well by now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I must say I missed two years because of COVID. Oh, yeah. So this is the first uh, year you're back since COVID? 
No, the second. The second. We, we did one uh, last year. Yeah. And what's the, what is the attendance? Do you know, have an estimate? Well, yeah, of course. Um, I thought in the beginning uh, that I would have a lot of people from Belgium as my my party is in, in Brussels, in Belgium, and I, I'm, I'm very well known in Belgium. But to my big surprise, uh, I had women from all over the world, especially from America. <laughs> so, I'm very pleased by this. Well, yeah, I am president of Laguna Beach Pride here in Laguna Beach, and we have pride events. And, you know, I don't see women out until we have a pride event. And, and the last couple ones, it's just been more women than guys, you yes. know, and oh. it's amazing. Because there are no places to go like the guys have, it seems. Uh, no, no. Uh, there is always much more um, to do for gay men than for gay women. Yeah. Uh, that's been like this for years, but I think we are we are getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. And so you find it that putting it on, it, it's probably not... Uh, it probably takes six months or more to, to organize this event. It's so large, right? Is it a year-round process? Yeah, it's a, a full hotel means about uh, seven, 800 uh, girls, women. Oh, wow. In the hotel. That's the maximum. In the host hotel. I, I don't want to go bigger uh, yeah. because as, as we have one hotel, everything happens on the spot. So the, it has a big pool, it has a theater next to the pool, we do sport activities, and it has a club next to the pool, so you don't have to go out. Everything happens on the spot. Oh, wow. How many guest rooms? And of course, this rooms? creates an, an automatically a family feeling, and that's something I don't want to lose. Oh, sure. So how many how many guest rooms are in the hotel, do you do you know? There are 330 bungalows. It's, it's a bungalow park. Uh-huh. Some it's people st Reto, stay yeah. in other uh, other um, facilities and, and go there, or you stay in the no, hotel? that's in Ibiza not possible. Oh. So you have to be at this hotel. Yeah. But this year I have um, a second hotel um, with uh, 20 rooms. Okay. For those who want a little bit more luck, then we have um, a second hotel, which is at four minutes walk from the okay. event hotel. So that's a little more of a, a VIP uh, facility. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you, um, from your background, is this, I, I guess, I always like to know on the, this program when I talk to someone what they're passionate about and why they do it, as as opposed to just the, the raw statistics. And was there a moment you had when you thought, oh, this is exciting, and what what drew you to that? To say, well, the, the first year was very exciting. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Well, you're probably a bit on edge. Is this going to work or not? And and you probably had some exactly. money involved in it. And am I ever going to see it come back? I suppose. No, but yeah, I'm I'm driven by by the music, yeah, and and because I I played in a lot of clubs uh, in the early '80s, '90s. Uh, for me, it's my passion is the music, so I want to to offer real quality. So that's why I book only DJs I've heard playing live. Oh wow! So the 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 music entertainment is on the top of the list yes. as far as what goes on at the event. Is that yes. fair to say? Yeah. 
and everything focused. I just, well, the world would be a, a horrible, a sad place without music, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's it's amazing. Um, there's a music organization, a worldwide one called Playing for Change, and mm-hmm. it's a nonprofit uh, organization. And they'll record music all over the world simultaneously and, and edit. Well, they edit together. I'm sure there's a lot of editing. But it shows all the cultures of the world doing Hello. a song. And I, I just watch it. I can't help but cry. It's just, yeah. And it's about real people doing real things. And it's, it's very, um, I don't know, it's very comforting. Yep. Yep. And mu- music is the message. And it crosses so many cultures, so many barriers. Uh, yep. uh, the, the one of my favorites one is the Cat Stevens, the Peace Train. And uh, they're all singing about peace, you know. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and he's in it. <laughs> much older than I remember. <laughs> but yeah, he must be yeah, very old, I think. Yeah, I think he's in his 80s. But he's looking good, you know, very very trendy and stylish. Yeah. And uh, But there's a lot of other songs on there. And a lot of the, if they raise any extra money, it goes to things to, for world peace, which is a nice Whoa. thing. So that's something nice. they're passionate about. I suppose, like you and your. So, um, so you have uh, how many? Tell me a little bit more about that, so we just kind of know how many days does the event go on? And uh, it's uh, five days. Oh wow! Tuesday until Sunday, and we pick everyone up at the airport. So you just have to book your flight, and all the rest is included in in the price, even uh, food, drinks drinks until 10.30 in the evening. So it's, it's make, it makes it very affordable for every budget. Oh, wow. And prices start at uh, 500 euro per person. So when, so and that includes accommodations and, oh, wow. Everything included. Wow, so that's a call, they call that in the hotel business, I think the European plan, because it's included. Because yeah. America, the American plan, you don't get shit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, I, I couldn't, <laughs> I'm not supposed to say those words. Um, so, we, and what's the dates for it? From two to seven May. May, so, so a month and a half. Yeah. So you're really uh, ramping up right now with all the details. I'm sure yes. getting yes. commitments for entertainment exactly. and all the vendors that I suppose that show up there too. I fly over next weekend. Just to check everything. Oh wow! Well. And 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 you're. Did you say you're in Brussels now? Yes, I'm based in in Brussels, Belgium. Okay, and so I don't you, live on Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want to? No, not really. Because it's a, it's a, a really small island. It's it's very beautiful because beside of the of this uh, clubbing, uh, yeah, they have all the big clubs. Uh, there's a big part that's just nature. And well, it's and it's very beautiful. seasonal there too, right? Yes. In in yeah. winter, it's very abundant. Yeah. Huh. Most of the hotels are closed also in, in winter. So if, they, if someone is listening and wants to know more, what would they do? Go to the website, velvetibiza.com. So that's V-E-L-V-E-T. Yes. Ibiza, I-B-I-Z-A.com. Correct. Yes. 
All right. Or Instagram, Velvet Ibiza. Oh, okay. And there's some wonderful photographs of what goes on there. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me a bit of Palm Springs and some of the rage parties that go on out there. Yes. which yes. is a which is a nice destination. Have you visited the United States? No, uh, I've, yeah, I've been to New York, but uh, that's the f- the first I I got. I, yeah. I want to. Uh, I really want to visit uh, L.A. and Palm Springs. Yeah, it's and Laguna, don't forget us, little Laguna <laughs> Beach. We're we're just about okay. an hour south of uh, of uh, L.A. <clears throat> and an hour west of Palm Springs. Okay. <clears throat> We're a little beach community, and we do have a very popular gay beach, which uh, we love and kind of put us on the map, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we're the radio station goes uh, goes all over. I have listeners in in Africa for some reason, uh, particularly in some of the nations that have a, a lot of issues with LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. There's only 33 countries that. Uh, it's legal to be gay in so far. So there's a lot of, of a lot more distance to go with other countries, but yes. It's a process. I know I know Belgium's a lot more liberal uh, country. I think we were we were second country to um, accept uh, gay marriage. Wow. I'm, do you mind if I ask are you married? No. 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 I'm single. You're single. I'm single too, but it's and it's okay. I'm I'm I've decided yeah. it's okay. I don't have to be married to be whole. I'm 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 whole as it is, <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. <laughs> so um, so you plan on continuing this tradition forever and ever? I I take it. Of course. As long as you can. Exactly. <laughs> When let me, I want to draw you back to your to your first event. So, tell me, Corinne, you 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 thought, well, maybe this is going to work, right? And you, I, I, I was very sure of it. <laughs> you were. You had a lot of a lot of because a lot of times people say, well, why did she succeed? Well, everyone forgot to tell her it couldn't be done, you know, mm-hmm. and and she just it. But it's to, to me, you, I'm commitment to money and uh, people is very stressful to put an event on. Yes. Uh, the only stress I had uh, the first year was uh, the, the two, three weeks before. Uh, I knew we had about 250 people, uh, which was quite okay for, for the first year. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, my God, I have to entertain those people. 250 people <laughs> for, for five, five days, days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you figure you got about uh, one day worth the material <laughs> yeah <laughs> but ev- everyone was pleased and uh, most of them come back year after year wow so you have regulars and they bring other people yeah. and sometimes they meet i had uh, two couples who met the first year yeah, two- and since then they come back every year have if if any marriages resulted in your events that you know of? The, the two uh, what I spoke about, they are getting married soon. One oh, wow. already has, and the, the others are going to marry, I think, next year. Oh, wow. So you've created, uh, <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and for fun, 
uh, I started this last year, we do uh, a wedding chapel at the event. Oh, no, we, great. With a big wedding, Las Vegas <laughs> wedding chapel. And <laughs> the you Elvis can show up? Very, uh, with, you get a certificate, uh, a ring, etc. Oh, wow. But it's, for, it's not official. Oh, well, maybe it should be. <laughs> but that's that's one of the nicest things to do. The more popular things. Yeah, how cool is that? What what other entertainment you besides music and DJs? And this this was something I invented this first year to keep everyone together and uh, to entertain them. Yeah. The last day we do a duck race. Duck so race. At, at a certain moment, everyone has to go out of the pool. And in the middle of the pool, we bring about 300 small yellow ducks. Yes. <laughs> and so we do a countdown, three to one, and then everyone has to jump in and take one duck. Of course, everyone jumps in together and then the ducks are flying May. around. <laughs> but they have a number. And one number wins a bungalow for the, the next year. Oh, that's cool. So they're they're guaranteed to come back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, that sounds... They, they, that was an idea. I got this first year to have nice pictures. I to, said, mm, we, have, we have about 250 people. That's not much, but I want to be sure I have them together. To that's why I put this duck race together. That's brilliant, I think. <laughs> <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my. It seems like... Uh, it seems like this event that you're doing would should get some world uh, class notoriety. You know, as has yeah. there been much recognition on the? But it starts, huh? Yeah, I, I get I get people from everywhere. Yeah, has it, have in many of the LGBTQ publications talked about it or or shared what you're doing? Yes. Yeah. Like there, like there's the advocate maybe in the United States. Uh, they did a campaign, I think, three years ago in 2019. Oh wow! Okay. They published some photos. Well, they they, they should re up it. <laughs> I'll give, I'll tell them. <laughs> tell them. <laughs> yeah, because that's the uh, two two three years ago. That's ancient history now. Yeah. 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 They <laughs> They should talk about what's new. Are you doing anything new this year that you're excited, particularly excited about? Um, I, we put the attention on the solo travelers. So we're organizing a message party where oh. you can write to someone in the public and you see what number they have on and then you write to, you put it on a post bus. So you're, you're uh, romance making, you're matching. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then uh, I do a real disco night. Oh, uh, like with the uh, disco of the Studio Fifty Four. Oh, that... we call it Studio Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I love According it. To my Brussels party, Velvet Sixty Nine, of course. Yeah, could that that soundtrack for the, they released a couple CDs of yeah. it um, is iconic. All those songs uh, of yes. that, yes. yeah, the Studio Fifty Four. I remember I had that in my, I think it was on cassette at the time in my car. And I'd play that over and over, but yeah. I've DJed too, I have to huh? say. Yeah. Okay. And I do like, I, it is, it is, I understand the energy and the addiction, the adrenaline you have yeah. 
when when you get the people on the dance floor and and it's, things are happening it's just it, it's contagious feeling yeah <laughs> oh it is it's wonderful it's wonderful and then and then on sub level they treat you like you're some kind of god because you, yeah. you you do this and you say no i'm just me i'm just playing some music you know but it's it's very very interesting <laughs> Yeah, well, I am actually out of time. I, a lot of time, I'm two minutes over. I just realized it, but I am okay. so glad we had this conversation, and I'm so glad to meet you. Um, I, I don't think I could pass for a female and come to your event, but I might try <laughs> this day and age. <laughs> and, you know, kudos. Good for you for doing this and being passionate about it. I think that's great. Seven years going on. Yes. Yes. That's that's amazing, and uh, so anyone who wants to know more, I'm going to post this uh, this um, interview on rainbow-radio.org, and um, it won't probably be later today, but um, okay, yeah, and then people can share it and uh, you know know what's going on with uh, All right. Corinne and her uh, life's adventures. <laughs> Thank, thank you very much. Yeah, well, have a good evening there in Brussels, and you, where okay. you're in Belgium, right? Belgium, yes. Yeah, so have a good evening, and thanks for 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 uh, being here this early morning in uh, Laguna Beach. Okay, thank you, Greg. Love you. I'll, bye bye. Bye bye. We'll have to do this again sometime, maybe a post event. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you. Thanks thank you. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. That's KXFM 104.7 Rainbow Radio here in Laguna Beach. That was Corinne and my interview. I've got to run now. At my time, a lot of time is up. And uh, I see Ida May is not in this morning, but there's music coming up. So thanks for tuning in on uh, KXFM. I have, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, there's a lot of news I had to put aside this morning. So we'll catch up next week. Again, thank you for tuning in. Craig on KXFM 104.7.